0: Start at the on four lines up, you zainamid base. So again continuing discussing certain things. We'll see the crossover between Avelos and Khalmaid. <coughs> certain aspects it's not going to be clear. Okay, here it will be, but uh, we'll be going through this the Mishnah. Abanon, Kishem Sha Amru, Asur the Just like we said, it's User, and we know this from our Mishnah, that it's User to take a haircut. On Cholomite, with certain exceptions, so too one is not allowed to cut their nails. Who does Rebbe says to cut your nails? Rebbe she says it's matir to cut your nails. So that was in regards to Just like we said, an avel is not allowed to take a haircut when he is an avel. Okay, so we have two halachas over here. Parallel, paralleling themselves, Machlekes Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yisi, is one allowed to um, uh, uh, cut cut fingernails when he's in Avel or when he or 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 actually the other way be or when he's in Avel. And we have Machlekes Rabbi Yehuda says Asr, Rabbi says it's moter Amar Ula halachah k'Rabbi Yehuda. So it's going to be Asr, both halachah k'Rabbi Yehuda ba'Avel halachah k'Rabbi Yosi be'mayid. Okay, so when it comes to Havelos, everyone's going to hold, we see this is a Chumrah of Havelos over Mayed in this regard, that everyone's going to hold, that it's Asr to cut your nails. And the Halacha is like when it comes to Cholomayed. the Halacha is going to be like, <coughs> so he's going to say not only on Cholomayed, in other words, it sounds like everybody, both Ula and Shmuel, everybody would agree that the Halacha is ha HaMeika when it comes to Cholomayed in regards to cutting your nails. Um, however, Shmuel says, on top of that, that the halacha, when it comes to Avelis, as well, we're going to go like the Mekel, we're going to go like the Yesi. The Amar Shmuel, famous din, we're going to see this uh, repeated over, over the next, over the coming bot many, many times. The Amar Shmuel, halacha, kedivrei ha be-avel. Okay, when we talk about Avelis, the halacha is always going to be like different Deber ha-mekel. So let's talk about this din for a little over here before we get to the stories. So there's a few, obviously this is uh, halacha, at least in regards to Chalumayr, um, that is very, very Nagea. So, first thing, let's start with, Teisus says, he, does, he asks, I don't understand. And like I said, we're going to see this many times over the next coming block. Why did, every single time, why does it have to say, Halacha could ever have mekel, uh, be, be, yeah, we get it, we get the concept. Why is it, it's, we're going to see it's going to evoke Shmuel ten times. And again, Teisus brings out, and um, why do I even need to say that? Now, Allah is always like Rabbi Yasi over Rabbi Yehuda, it's a mahalikas ribyeisi over Yehuda. Ribyeisi is the mekel, So, why, what's the chidish? Shmuel holds a, the halacha is going to be like ribyeisi over at Yehuda. So, he says that it's coming out Fuke ula. Fine. Now, what is the halacha over here? And what's, well, let's talk about the reason first. What's the reason? So, the ritva says that the reason here, the reason why it's usr, there's a shita that Rabbi Yehuda holds, let's say, it's usr to cut your nails. It's the same reason you uh, are now going take a haircut, which is kadesh alaykansu lamayk shi'ahaisim minuval. So if so, but here it's a machaikis. There it was halacha psikta, right? Everybody held to so us to take a haircut. If kidei sheh kansu meaning that's the reason we want you to take a haircut, to make sure that you, you took one. The reason why you're not taking a haircut on halamayin is you want to make sure that you took, you did what you're supposed to do before halamayin. Same thing should apply when it comes to nails. So what's the svar? Why would Revi go ahead and hold its more mako So the answer that fingernails are different, okay? Number one, Number one, it's, there's two, actually two different ways of looking at this. Either that it's considered more manuval, meaning having long fingernails is considered more manuval than having long hair. Right, I would say that's true. If, you know, right? if somebody has long enough hair, to you notice, okay, the guy has long hair. You don't think he's a manoeuvre, necessarily. Somebody who has really extra long fingernails is pretty disgusting. And the other reason that they bring is, and this is, this is how we're going <clears> to, <throat> it's funny, we're going we're gonna to get back to certain hair in regards to cutting Uh, you're here, there are others that say that the reason why Rebusi allows it is because anyway, your fingernails grow much faster than your hair, and you're gonna have to cut them during the ma'id anyway, they're gonna grow long enough, so therefore, right, it's not like you're taking care of all your problems before the ma'id, so since you're gonna probably need to cut them anyways, so we're gonna, it's it's not gonna fall into the same category, okay, Um, now, in regards to halacha, okay, and we'll, some of this, I'm kinda skipping to the end, but in regards to halacha over here, so we say that the Shulchan Aruch holds that it's, it's usher to, uh, it's usher to cut your nails with a kli. Okay, we're going to see the difference between kli and, 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 and cutting them with your fingers or your shinayim later. We'll see that in a moment. But let's just talk about the halacha once we've brought the halacha in. And on a the Shulchan Aruch says that you're allowed to cut your nails, bain biyad bain derego he okay, doesn't differentiate between toenails and fingernails. However, the Rama says Yesh Machmirim, and therefore there's a minhag that the Machmirim, meaning that you shouldn't take, you shouldn't cut your fingernails with a nail clippers or the scissors, right, with a clee, that there is a onchalamid. Um, okay. Um, now he says that. Okay, that if you, however, major uh, cool over here, if you actually did cut your fingernails before yontif. We would allow you to cut them on Yom Diff, even with a kli. Why? Because remember that Shita Shabbatim we spoke about that nobody holds of in regards to cutting hair. The Shita Shabbatim that the Torah brought down, and he says that since it sounds like what's the whole reason why you're not taking a haircut is kedusha. Therefore, if a person did take a haircut before chalamidrak, it was regards to shaving. Big, big, big controversy in regards to the tshuvas navi Yehuda. Okay, meaning if you shaved Arab Yantif, so you didn't come in Minoval, sounds like that's the only reason, so then I should be able to shave on Cholm, right? Nobody passed them like that, except uh, know the 't Yehuda wanted to bring it as a halacha. Um, but, so the Shulchan Aruch and the Mishaburah say that even though nobody passed like it, so get L'inyin hair or shaving, Le'inyin cutting the fingernails, there is a svara to be makeled there, and therefore, in regards to cutting your fingernails, if you cut them before Yantif, seems like, again, all these things, a huge caveat, ask your local Orthodox rabbi, but according to the Mishaburah, it seems like it would be, would be mutter okay similarly if 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 somebody needed to go to the mikveh let's say a woman needed to go to the mikvah, so then we were allowed to allow her to cut her fingernails the proper way on chalmeid okay we definitely see that there is a cool on chalmeid now let's talk about a story over here pinchas the brother of shavol israeli milsa so unfortunately he was sitting they were brothers so it must have been pinchas was sitting for his son or something right, so he was, Isra he was, B'Milsah, he was sitting Shiva, so Shmuel went to go, uh, he went to go pay a Shiva call, chazinu Turfi, so Shmuel saw that his fingernails, that uh, Pinchas, his brother's fingernails were very long, why don't you cut your fingernails, it's disgusting, if you were in this position, meaning you're an avelos, mezalsos be kulai hi Would you be you or avelos? Now, what did he say wrong? He said, ah, and if you were an avelos, oh boy, that's a problem. It was like a shkaga that went before the shalot. The and it, soon thereafter, shmuel was an avelos. Basically, that when a person says words, you have to be very, very careful with what you say. And he said, "Ah, and if you were an Abelos," he said to Shmuel. And then that's talk of what happened. Okay, Time uh, So now Pinchas went to go pay a shiva call to Shmuel. Shaklinu liturfei. Shmuel took his fingernails. La He threw them at. He threw them at Pinchas. He was very very upset. Okay. Now Rashi says, "Of course, he went ahead and was machnis them later, right? You're not going to. We're going to see this soon over here. You're not going to throw your fingernails." Out, So he threw them at him to show his displeasure. Like, oh, these stupid fingernails, look what you caused me. Okay, you weren't weren't careful with what you said. Don't you understand that there, you don't hold that there is a brisk krusa, that there's a certain (coughs) treaty, that humans have the ability with their words to affect to affect actions, where do we see this concept? The pasuk says, then Avram said to his Nahorah." Right now, they're going to the Akedah. They're going to Sheikh Yitzchak. Okay, Yitzchak. It's supposed to be. is a one way ticket for Yitzchak. He's not supposed to be coming back. And yet, what does he say? And yet. What did Avram tell the na'ar of? He said, "You wait here. I'm going to come back. Well, the two of us are going to come back. We're both coming back." Okay, so we see that his words were able to affect the action. The istaya milsa the and in fact, that's what happened. That they both came back. Now, so again, how does this work? It's 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 fascinating. The sefer Chenech brings down over here that um, since the koyach adiba of a person, that's the koyach hanefesh, that's the chilek he says helkal yoini like a chelikal kaimi so therefore is almost the ability when a person says something it's hard to understand how these things work but when a person says something it's the helkal kaimi mao that we have this special ability of talking that we're actually able to to affect actions and that's that's what's going on over here that he and that's the brisk crusa that's the brisk that we refer to over here brisk crusos that when a person a person has tremendous kayeh that with his words that it comes not just no, it's, it's not just words, it's not just things we say, but we have the ability to actually affect actions with our words. It's a fascinating thing. So, Amarav, now, Savar um, Mine, now, let's go back. Shmuel, going back to Shmuel. So, Shmuel held that you're allowed to cut your nails, meaning so much so that when he saw Pinchas, his brother, sitting Shiva, okay, he opened up his mouth, and look what happened based on that, and he said, you're supposed to cut your nails. I don't care that you're an Avelist, Alacha is by okay, HaMekel. That's what Shmuel held. So, Savar Minei, Diad In, Direg Okay, maybe it's only your fingernails. The regal loy, right? It's not so disgusting. Long fingernails on your toes. Nobody who's looking at your toes is not so disgusting. Okay, your fingernails. It is more disgusting. Lo yishno diad, but lo yishno the regal makes no difference. Either way, it's going to be motar shmol holds for an aval. Amrav chia bar Amrav ube gnustrah oser. with a gnustura, Okay, that is some form of kli. Rashi says misbarayim that it's scissors. Tosu seems to bring shitus that's mashma that's more like a nail clipper, something that's clean yuchad for cutting your nails. Okay, but either way, it's a kli. We'll just use the category kli, okay, that it, with a kli, it's going to be usr over here. Okay, so that is the way Rob sees the passkin that with a kli, it's usr. And we spoke out as far as what the halacha is, right, by Velus is usr with a kli. And Cholmeid, okay, um, could be mutter. I mean, it, mutter, it sounds like mutter me- radin. there are machmirim, and therefore, uh, local, um, if, if there's not a tzarech, or we said, the bishop brings the hatter if you already ready, went ahead and cut your nails before. So I was in front of Yoychanan in the base madrash on Cholom B'ed, and he was biting his nails with his, he was biting, he was, he was cutting his nails with his teeth, meaning he was biting his nails with Zarkidu, and he was throwing them he was throwing his nails. So I learned from here three halachas. When did this take place? On a call So we see you're allowed to cut your nails on a call of mius. Okay. That we see that biting your nails. Okay. Um, biting your nails is not considered a davar or moz. It's a, it's an okay way to cut your nails. And we see that you're allowed to throw the nails. Okay. You don't have to like we saw Shmuel did. You don't have to go ahead and collect them. Any, is this true? What are you talking about? How could he go ahead and throw the nails? <speaking in Hebrew> There's three things said about fingernails. <speaking in Hebrew> if you bury them, you're a tzaddik. if you burn them, chosid. Zorkon, if you chuck them out, right, you throw them in the street, then you're Russia. So how could Rabbi go ahead and do this? What are you talking about? So time am I, What's the reason why if you throw them out, throw them out in public? That you're Rasha Shema Tavar Isha Uveres the Tapil. Right? Maybe a pregnant woman would go ahead and uh, pass over them, and it would cause her to miscarry. Some explain, uh, some explain. This is more of like a, uh, you know, we don't really understand how this works. And some explain that it's a din in Mias, right? Since we know fingernails have a, are a category of Mias, so she got, you know, reviled and it gets it gets her all sittering, and therefore she'll be Mapil. So. That's one way to explain it, Then you have to understand the next part of the Gemara. But Isha, the Gemara answers, okay, but either way, we see you're not supposed to throw your nails out. Isha be midrasha. So how could Rav Yechanan go ahead in the base Medrash on Cholomayid, bite his fingernails, which we were okay with Cholomayid and biting the fingernails, but how could he throw them out? Isha be Ah, you know why he was zarkon? Because there's no women in the base Medrashah. Maybe, right, maybe the the base ventures will get swept out, and now there'll be fingernails out on the street. And then you would have this problem, keeping the ishtani ishtani. So since they're no longer in the place where they were thrown, it's not as much as a problem. Okay, so either if you say that this is because of reasons, like, you know, we don't really understand, so then if it's like a mazel sort of thing, so they got moved, so therefore it's not a problem. If you say... If you say that it had to do with Mia, so you have to say that ish, in the ishni, some explain that what does is Ishtani mean, that how would it get, it'll get swept up. Once it gets swept up with the dirt, with everything that's there, they're not going to be noticeable, people aren't going to be able to see them, and therefore it won't be a problem. a pair of Chachamim came from Chamsan to Rebi, Marzutra, Masno, Zugba Rebi, okay, Marzutra said that, Marzutra Masno, Zugba That not just a pair came, but they asked about fingernails. Okay, Are you allowed to go ahead and cut your fingernails? Now, it's not clear if we're talking, we brought the din down in regards to Avelos and Cholomay, right? So which one are we talking about over here? Is it Avelos or Cholomay? So, from Taisus over here. It's mashma. At the end of the Gemara, he says la'achar shiva. shiva, which sounds like avelus. But this is this is definitely discussed in the Rishonim. So So let's go with that. That an avelus are you allowed to cut your fingernails? V'hitir lahem. safa. And if they would have asked about your mustache, your he would also have said, You're allowed in Avelos to cut your mustache. No, not if they would have asked, but in fact they did ask. They asked about, Are you allowed to trim your mustache in Avelos? They hit your lahem and he allowed it. Okay, however, even though, Amar um, Mishmei Durav, or Papa, Safa Mizavis Zavis, you can shave the mustache from corner. Corner to corner of the mouth. Okay, what are we talking about? Only a mustache that is ma'akev da'chila, right? Where the hairs come down into the mouth, and it makes it difficult to eat. However, Amar Rav Nachman Yitzchak Liddi B'safah Ma'akeves Dami Dami Li. Okay, that any right Liddi any any mustache for me, I am. And Rashi says over here that Anina's Daiti. Um, that I am in a um Lididi D Da Anina Daiti Kol Asafah K'safah Ma'akeves Dabi Da Anina L Daiti. Okay, that this bothers me. I'm a fanuk, and therefore, any mustache would be problematic for me, and therefore, you are allowed to go ahead and shave the mustache. Like we said, it seems like, at least according to the Shulchan Aruch, the Shulchan Aruch Paskins, so he brings down, if you see this, Halacha brought down Bechal and he says, L'in'in'chal Maid, you're allowed to cut your mustache Bechal Inyan. Okay, and therefore no conditions. Meaning, even even if it's not ma'akev da'achila. So therefore, it sounds like over here the Gemara, like we said in Taisus, that we're learning this Gemara as far as we said you're allowed to cut your mustache in availus as well. But there you have conditions. You're not allowed to cut it with with, with Ms. Barayim, That you could only cut it if it's being ma'akev da'achila. Okay. However, in regards to cholamoid, you can cut your mustache anyway, any which way you'd like. Va'amar avital. Okay, so now we we brought this amar avital safra mishmei the or mishmei the rav papa. Right, we have a gears over here. Um, so some say mishmei the rav. So now amar. Um, Va'amar right. So amar avital safra mishmei the parai shahaya bime moshe. So the parah that was in Moshe's times, that parah, right, parah was a name that went through many different Egyptian kings, but the one that was there in Moshe's times, hu ama, he was an Amma Viziknai ama, his beard was an Amma, u'parmashdai Amma Vizeres, and his eiver was an ama and a half. Okay, so what's going on over here? So the Farshim explained, I gotta put some sort of, uh, sort of shot into this. Look, um, well, the passage says, l'chaim, ashener nashim, yokim aleha, right? The lowest of men we will bring up against, right, to start up, I guess uh, Kadesh Barco brings the lowest of men to start up against Kali Israel. So what is this talking about? So how do we put this? It's hard to understand what this would mean uh, physically. So Amma that he was an Amman stature, that's a way of saying he was, if you want to put this whole statement together, he was very, very short, okay? Beard represents arrogance. He was very, very arrogant, okay? As unnaturally short he, he, that he was as a person, he was that arrogant. And ama and his taiva was fifty percent greater. It was even greater than his arrogance and his. So his he was such a bal taiva. That's what ama we saying He was an even bigger uh, bal taiva than he was short and arrogant. The things that we could see that, that were very noticeable. Fine. Again, another member of Vital Safra Mishmedi Parasha Yimei Am Gushi Haya. So he means either he was a uh, sorcerer. Rashi says that he was like a like a magician. That's why he went out to the water to practice his sorcery. Or some say gidufi that he was like a blasphemer. Okay, meaning that he thought that he was a god. He was going out to visit the he was going to visit the the river to make it as if it, like he created the river. Okay, so says, Fine. Let's get back to our din over here. We said, The following are allowed to go ahead and do laundry on Chalomayr. Somebody comes from Medina Sayan. Now, that is one of the examples. Okay, we had a whole list of examples. Now, Amr Avasi, Amr when we've had this exception before. Somebody who only has one. and we brought this before, is allowed to wash it on Cholomite. So, we've brought this before, and we also mentioned, Teisus says, way back in Tainas, that this is the heter for a woman to do laundry for children's clothing on Cholomite. Okay, now the big question here, Teisus addresses, and he actually, he poskins, Teisus says, that the question is, what happens if I have, um, when we said, it's mutter, if you only have one set of clothing to wash on Khalmid, is it only mutter if you washed it before Khalamaid? Or is it mutter even if you didn't wash it? Meaning, does this fall into the Kadeshalay Khan May Kashemubon? Toys says it seems to make no difference. Mashman shari la a kibsu That's the way Tysus seems to pass again. that even if you didn't wash it, okay, because this is the mash me do the near gabe evel. Okay, so again, he says, when it comes to Avelis, by the way, so two things Tysus points out. Number one, even if you didn't, you only had one set of clothing. If you didn't wash it before, you're still out of washing a Okay, we don't say like that Yesh Mepharshim in regards to uh, cutting your hair, in regards to fingernail, okay, it seems to be different. And number two, that this is a uniquely Cholmite, by Avelos, we wouldn't say that if you only had one, you wouldn't be able to wash it. Okay, and we saw, we saw that at a Pesukim before, that there was a concept of Big Day Avelos. Masav Reb Yirmiah, asks the following kasha, Elu Mechab who is allowed to do laundry, well, we list it. Why are you coming along, right? We're asking on Gechonon, right? We're asking why are you coming along and saying, ah, I got another person who could do it? What the, our Mishnah listed who's allowed to do laundry. And it never said a person who only has one chaluk. Amr Hani in, right? Masur Rabir Meyah, Eli Bachasim, Medina in, Mishael Chaluk Achad, Loy. He is also. So Amr Leh Yaakov, Rabir Masnisen. No, like this. Our Mishnah is talking about Afagav De Isle Umitanti. So our mission is coming to explain, even if you had multiple begadim, when are you still allowed to go I too dirty? Was, again, if I have more than one change of clothes, I should have washed it before, and therefore we're not going to allow you to do laundry on right? If you're one of the categories of the Mishnah, that's what we're explaining the Mishnah. Who's an Ines, therefore, we allow you to go ahead and do it, even if you have multiple, multiple begadim. Shalachrib bar clay and the way Rashi explains it is that it's the loy nafish tircha, that it's, they're easier to wash. Okay I've some of explained explain that since they're easy to wash what's the whole reason over here is we don't want you to do it before we don't want you to save your for do it before so clay pitcher which are so easy to wash okay Therefore, you're going to go ahead and wash it. You're not going to save it for cholamud. When it's stuff that's harder to wash, cholamud is a perfect time to save it for. If not for the halacha, why? Because it can't work anyways, might as well do my laundry then. So we don't want you to do that. But clay pishdan, since it's so easy to do, you're not going to save it. You're just going to wash it when it's dirty. Masavrava. Rava says like this Why are you telling me it's only clay safrim Towels, hand towels, and barber towels. Honey, those are allowed to be washed. So how are you coming along and telling me Clay Piston are allowed? What do you mean? We see it's only certain hand towels. So hand towels or barber towels. Things that... They, shmatos, they get used very, very frequently, like children's clothing, you never have enough, and therefore, okay, it's not, not having them washed, or needing to wash them on it doesn't mean that you were derelict in your duty to prepare for the mayed, these are things that just, you need them very frequently, so you can go ahead and wash them. So it's only these special towels that we're allowing, not clay pishton. No. That, that the brisa that said you're allowed to wash, um, these towels is even not clay piston, meaning even things that are not easy to wash. Any material, it's the same, similar chilek, like we just said, we talked about uh, that we have a hatter to wash if it's only one ed. so it's a very similar idea here, okay? Even if it's made out of cotton, it's made out of wool, It's not it's not so easy to wash, but still you need them. <coughs> By the way, so he tries to bring a rye over here. I saw the the Mafki Law Mashkili Demani Kitna. I saw that on Khalmai, the Khal on they would bring basins, bowls, right, baskets of linen gar- garments to go ahead and wash them on the river banks of the Tiberia. Okay, and therefore we see that it must be mutter to wash. She's trying to bring a rye that it's mutter to wash, clay Maskip la baya meyhtesu. You have no raya from there. Man le malon de beratzan chachamim avdi. Who said that just because we saw people doing it, who says it was beratzan chachamim? Del meshle beratzan chachamim Maybe it was not done beratzan chachamim. Okay, and therefore um don't you have no raya from here? Now leinian halacha over here. So the shulchan aruch says that le elu shemuto le chabsan b'mayim. We're going to move on from giluach and kibos. We're going to move into writing now. Um, so, the Shogunar says that for these things that it's Motuk al you are allowed to wash them even before Hesya, meaning, I guess, children clothes, right? All these things, whatever you have a heter to do laundry, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's if you have before hesya. However, the, the, the Muggen Abram, so it sounds like even if, let's say, somebody had multiple clothing, but he came back from Medina Sayyam, so you allow him to wash in public. M- m- the Magen Abraham is Machmer, and he says that no, only things that are universal to everybody are you allowed to wash with But somebody comes back, from know, sayam washing your shirt on chalamay. If you had a tsairich, you should still do that pitzina, okay? Because that is not universal; that's nowadays, specific no, to you. Is, it's a washing so nowadays, right? well, the question is, could you go to a laundromat? You have a washing machine. You're okay. You're right, chavant. You have a washing machine at home. Same, but if you have to go to a laundromat, right, where you'd be seen in public, right? Okay. Um, I, was, I was saying the washing machine has, because there's no tircha, so you can just throw it in there. narrative uh, yeah, more tircha. Because <laughs> they hang it a little bit. You in. have other issues. You have Avsha Milsa issues, to everybody knows. everyone walks into your house, Here's the washing machine going. You have other issues. But there's, either way, it's a little like plug. It's not necessarily about the tircha, right? We see all here. We said, even tircha, we had the mafarshim explained by Clay and why they allow tircha. It's not necessarily tircha. It has to do with the fact that when let's talking about washing, it's that you don't walk in we don't want you to come at the yanta with dirty clothes. And that's why we ask her to do laundry. Rabbi, there should be more of cool today because but I'm saying it's not because of tircha, it's because... Oh, you're saying because a person wouldn't keep it. You have to go with the same thing. Yeah, there's no way that when it comes to these sort of things that we, we get more megal. <laughs> right? Okay. Zuk de Mishnah. Ve'elu kaisu me'mayi. Okay, the following are allowed to be written on Halmade. So kedushei nashim, the Gitin, Vishavim, you're allowed to write kedushei Nashim, Gitin, shevrim, receipts, Daitiki or wills, Daitiki Matana, okay, Shtar matana Uprusbolin, okay, and prosbol igereshum appraisal documents, okay, when when a um when an estate, let's say, has to go through probate, so we have to do a formal evaluation of all of the things, right? Which brother got what? What a value we attach to it. So it has to, go, has to get a formal document. That is where a guy, let's say, marries a woman and she has a daughter from previous marriage. So the guy says, I'm going to take on this for her. Right? They would do that in writing. Our mediation documents, right? When something is not a matter of settled law, we can't just look it up in halacha, but it's mediation. So there's something unique about this case. We have to write it down. Okay. Bezin and any sort of egerus, a letter of Okay, these things refer to Tziba Vekim shel Shilta. these are talk, talking about like official legal documents that have to be issued by a, a government or municipality. Now, as far as writing, we're going to discuss more writing. Uh, you see the Mishnah at the end also says, So we'll discuss a lot of the Mirteshim uh, tomorrow. We'll discuss more of the halachas as far as writing is concerned. Okay, so there is a question, there is a machaikis over here before we go to the Gemara. What is the Isser? Uh, why are we allowing these things here? Okay, meaning for what reason are we saying you can write all these different shirts? We have a lot of things. The is not really going to discuss a lot of the specifics here. So there's machukis Yisrishenim, that uh, most of the Rishenim say it's Mishum Davara Ovid. All these things, they tie back to, if you don't write them down, let's say mazan right, for the daughter. Davara Ovid, right? We have a mediation document. Davara Ovid. Okay, so that's easy. Um, however, the Rambam says that some of, the, he splits it. Some of these things are because they are, they're, as a product of the fact that we said that on Chol you're allowed to uh, bezdin's allowed to uh, hold court, right? You're allowed to have court, court cases. So, therefore, some of these things are necessary for court cases. So, it comes off of that. It's not a specific because Davar Avad. and um, other things. He says the Ramam says are Tzirchei Amayi. So, what comes out the Nafkamina is what's the big Nafkamina? Whether it's Tzirchei amai or Davar Hanevad, this is Nafkamina. Whether or not you're allowed to do things Ayy Dei Maisa Uman, that if it's a Davar, if it's something that's going to be lost. So then you're allowed to even use mice omen. Let's say you need a, an official, uh, you know, um, omen writer for any of these things, an omen, you know, a star writer, a professional. It's not a Maisa head yet. So according to the way the Raman learns, it seems like uh, you'd only be allowed to, be allowed to do Maisa head yet. But according to the other Rishayinim that says it's, it's, it, that these are things that are davar um, avar, you would be allowed to use even, you would be allowed to use even an omen for any of these things. Okay. Now, Amar Shmuel, muter la isha b'chol shemayid. You're allowed to go ahead, Zex Zuchta Gemara. You're allowed to go ahead and be ma'ares and isha. Okay, you could do kedushin on cholamayid. Shema yak acher. You know why? Because someone might go ahead and steal this girl first. Now, the mashmos here is that if not for this reason, we'll see why about the stealing of the girl first. Okay, if not for this, someone might take her away, whisk her away from, from right from the guy. And therefore go ahead and lock her up before before somebody else comes along and takes her. So it seems like without that it would be usher. What's the reason why? So again this is Machal of course. Okay, that the Ritzvah says it's because of memkar, It's transactional. We don't do we don't do so we don't pragmatize also from Maya. So we don't so do mechamachar. And others say that it goes back to the reason before of even Arav and and Simcha. Even though here, there's no Suda, there's still some aspect of Simcha that ties to the like This over there, okay. So, but either way, so Leim Misayei, let's bring a riot to this concept. The Elu Maya. Who can take it away? He's also from Eris. Huh? I can't. Someone take it away. Well, we're gonna see over here. Leim Misayei, let's bring a riot. We're gonna. That's what is gonna go through here. Leim Misayei. Okay, let's bring a riot to this concept. Okay, that you're allowed to write kedushin nashim. Okay, my life shtari kedushin mamish. Okay, so why did it, well, Shmuel is coming to say you're allowed to get mad. well? We see here it said in our Mishnah that you could write kedushin nashim. That what are we talking about? It must be that star, is some sort of star, right? because a Star will be it, right? So it's one of these shtari kedushin mamish. The Mar says no. The one our Mishnah is talking about shtar psikta. That is Star tanoim, right? Again. According to Rishon, we'd say davar It's davar Avad, meaning it's star tanayim, something physical. <laughs> How much are you going to give? They have to, what we call tanayim, okay, attached, and that's what they're writing down. These are things that are nikkun ba'amira, meaning you don't need a Kenyan to affect the tanayim, okay, to go ahead and enforce that. Fine. So we have no raya from our mishnah that you are allowed to get uh, do aresin on chalamai. Let's try another raya. You're not allowed from the mission that we had earlier. You're not allowed to get married. Sorry. the diac was that erison would be allowed. That's straight up dick from the mission. The mar says no raya again. Let me buy a That erison is not even a mitzvah. Right? It's not a real mitzvah. Right? What's the rit- mitzvah of getting married? It's peru. That is only nisuin, and the actually first brings down that even though we make a bracha on erisin, that really the real mitzvah is nisuin. So it's not a mitzvah. That's why Rambam seems to be mashma. Tashma. Okay, let's try to bring a raya to this concept. Meaning Shmuel said the motul aris isha b'chol shemayit The Tanit beish Shmuel ma arisin avoloi kainsin. So we see a raya over here. Tanit beish Shmuel said ma Arsin avoloi kinsin ve'in oisin su that's erisin v'lo yit miabem beishah loy. So it's clear, right? We have a brayser from Tanit beish Shmuel. That said, clearly that you are able to do erusin. You're not going to make a sudas erusin on Yantif, but you are allowed to do erusin. So we see clear araya. Good. Now, Frech the Gemara. And I got a problem over here. Why did Shmuel say that you're allowed to go ahead and do erusin? Someone might take her. Someone might whisk her away. Umi Amar Shmuel. Hashem Acher. Rabbi Yehuda Amar What are you talking about? A Baskel comes out and says Bas play to the pointy. So that the Leplini. Okay, and that sounds like the Sada is in regards to this. I mean, the nidunya is also, right, comes along with it. Meaning, everything that has to do with marriage just gets settled. Baskol, it's up in Shemayim. So what are you talking about? He's going to marry the person who he's supposed to marry. Okay, so the Gemari answer is, Someone might go ahead and daven. Rava heard a certain person. We see this fascinating story. He heard a certain person, the boy Rahme. He was asking for he was, he was pleading that Kaddish dominantly planissa. I want to marry this so and so girl. So, what did Rabbah <clears throat> say back? Don't ask for this. If she's the right person for you, so then you'll end up with her. She's not going to leave. You're a kaifer. Everything is redecided by Kaddish Baruch. What are you davening about this for? So then what do you, the guy changes to, okay, fine, I won't daven for this girl. I don't know if she's for me or not. Okay, if she is, fine, I'll get her. If not, it. But either way, if I'm not going to end up with her, if she's not for me, then I don't want to be around to see her get married to somebody else. I want to die. Or, let her die. I don't, but either way, I don't, I, okay, so he's not, not yeah. saying, I'm not going to say this, it should be for me. Okay, that's the side, of I I want to be a kaifer. But, either way, I don't want to see it. Okay. back Don't ask for this. So again, so, why do we say, go ahead and marry her off? Because, we see the tefillah of, yeah, you're right. If she's meant for this guy, if remember, no one else is going to take her away. But someone else, right? Someone else could daven. We're going to cause loss of life, okay? Or someone else would daven, and she could potentially die. So therefore, he can daven also after they get married too, that they should die or something. What yeah, but you know, he, like he's saying, he doesn't want to see it. You're saying, do you I don't want to see it yeah, at that point. It's too late. <clears throat> but anyway, Am A Ram Mishimer Reuvin Bar Okay, so now we're going to make some memories of this. Rav Mishimer Ruvin Bar Itzderubili. Menatorem, Menavim, Menaksubim, Me Hashem Ish. Isha leish ish, that we see from we have rias from ter, all tarach and that, uh, that, uh, that 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 shiduchim are made by kadosh baruch What did they say when they realized? Right, so uh, Eliezer and Avram comes over. He tells the whole story of uh, Rivka. Rifka was kosher. They go uh, back and forth. Okay, and the whole thing. And okay, look, must be Rifka. Pretty much, we don't have a choice over here. <laughs> this is in regards to Shimshin that is that that his uh, mother and his father didn't know that it came from Hashem again in regards to Shudhum who, who who he was supposed to marry um sorry good that is from Nevim Again, we see a concept over here that it comes from Hashem. Okay, so new din, new of a No one is ever suspected of something. Unless he actually did it. So with there's smoke, there's fire. That's what we're saying over here. Now, you want to tell me he didn't do it? He didn't do the whole thing. Okay, he did a little bit. He at least had a thought to do it. Okay, so he didn't necessarily do it, but at least he had a hero on it. Okay, so if you're accused of something bad, it's because you either did it, you did a little bit of it, you thought about doing it, or you watched somebody else do it and you were happy. But it's one of those things. Meaning, what we're saying here is you're not in the clear. Okay? Just because someone falsely accused you, there's something to it. Practic, really? funny way, funny pasuk over here, it means that the K'lai Yisrael suspected HaKadosh Baruch Hu of doing things that Akash Baruch Hu didn't do. Now, we can't say about HaKadosh Baruch Hu, there was a hearer of him doing it. He didn't do it. What are you talking about? So Amarim says, Yeah, they were only falsely accusing Akash Baruch Hu just to get HaKadosh Baruch Hu. angry. Toshima, similar idea. Vayikanu l'moishe koyrach. What, what the pasuk says by ikanu lemoshe in tehilim that they were jealous of Moshe b'machan el la'aroyin kadosh Hashem. That what was going on? What do you mean? What kind of jealousy was there? Rav Shmuel by yitzchak amr melamit shekol echad pina leishda So Kerech suspected each person suspected then that Moshe that uh, that, he, that he was trying to take their wives. So again that was obviously not true right we can we are can, comfortable saying that, that was not true do which is true there was no hearer of that okay wasn't true again hasam misham sinahu aven okay that was done out of hatred like we'll see over here there's caveats tushamam rav yaci khalki rav yaci saidi khalkamisha khishd na said bdamar ve en that my khalek right knows there's a lot of schar you get if you're khishd right and it doesn't end up it's not true so he was saying ki i should be like that bamar papala didi khaj do in Okay, so we see I was suspected, and there was nothing. There was no no truth to that rumor. So it sounds to be that it is a good guy. That it's a good thing over here. So what are you talking about? There's, we can see there could be a rumor without any truth to it. So it says like Kasha ha the ha the it depends. If it goes away, so we see right, it's a transitory. But if it's a cloud always hanging over, then we have a reason to say that there's something to it. The posic, ad comma. By the way, how long do we say it's considered that it's not transitory? That if it sticks around, if a rumor, rumor in the, rumors in the city stick around for a day and a half, if it sticks around for a day and a half, then we say it must, it must have some sort of legs. In what sort of way? Either you did it, you thought about it, you were happy with somebody else who did it, right? There's something, some reason why uh, this word is going on. Now, that which we say that uh, if it sticks around for a day and a half, that's if it doesn't stop. So even if it's around for a day and a half, but it stopped, Right, there were intermittent rumors, then we say it's okay. doesn't mean you did it. It doesn't mean you're a bad guy. By the way, that which we say that you're not a bad guy if it doesn't stay for the whole day and a half, meaning if it stops, is only if you didn't quash it. Right, if you didn't, if you didn't exert influence over the press to quash the rumors, okay. But if you did, then i a Then obviously you quash it, right? They're afraid of you, so you quash these rumors. So then, it doesn't mean that there's no truth to it. Now, by the way, this that we said that if it if it comes and goes. That it it doesn't there's, then there taka could be no truth to it. That is as long as it doesn't come and spring up again. Not stop, but like, oh, it comes back, right? Uh. These are rumors that every every three months, right? The same thing comes out in the news. So we know there must be some sort of truth to it. there must be some sort of truth. by the way, all of these things where we say there's some sort of truth the Leslie. Oven. That's if you have no enemies. I islay or if you're a powerful, wealthy person and you've created all sorts of enemies, the fact that rumors come about you doesn't necessarily mean there's any truth to it. If you've made plenty of enemies, da the are the ones that are putting this word out, and that is why you're having problems it doesn't necessarily mean you're a bad guy. So two. summarize. Since you guys are coming from Gibber share. we can't end on time. We have to end like 10 minutes late. Okay. Six or seven. Six or seven. Okay. Well, we'll do that. I don't review. But it's optional. So it depends on what you're comfortable. Okay. So he said, I just do a review. So he said that Reb Yehuda came and said, just like we had a ton of our barren, Reb Yehuda Shita was just like it's us or two shave on cholamide so too it's us to cut your fingernails Rabbi baci ma- said it's mutter. ula said allah like sakrab yhudah when it comes to davil or when it comes to cholamide shmo said allah is even like rabaci meko right because shmo said allah kedreham meko be abel and we have the story that Shmuel went to pinhas right they went back and forth he said, why don't you take, you're, you're an Avelos, but you have yuck, yucky fingernails, right? Discussing fingernails, why don't you go ahead and cut them? And he said, ah, you would be mazalzo, you're Avelos, if you were an Avel. And that taka happened to Shmuel. He wasn't very happy. When Penelope came to me, threw the fingernails at him. Okay. Ravonan said that Shmuel, by the way, holds that even after the story, we said that not only Diad, but even the regel is going to be Mutter. We're going to say it's Mias as well. Okay. However, we said Rabbi said at the end that Misbarayim is osur with a kli, and avelos is going to be osur. We said that's what we pascan. That you're not allowed to cut your fingernails with a kli during avelos. But we said that you are, except that yesh machmir and etc. Fine. Rav Shaman heard from Rav Yechon on three things. Right? He went ahead and he bit his fingernails with his ne- with his with his teeth in the base madrash and chuck the fingernails. Okay, so we see, again, three things. That you're allowed to bite your nails. It's not it's mice Number two, that you're allowed to cut your nails on Colomite. And number three, that it's Mutlu Zarkon in the base madrash, right, where there aren't pregnant women there and even, uh, even, even if uh, they get swept out, it's not going to be a problem. Then we had a zug that came before Rebbe, right, we talked about that he said, you're allowed to cut your fingernails, and then we said, imbikshu safa, that we would allow the mustache, okay, was Shmuel said that he actually did, okay, and we said, when we said, you're allowed to cut the mustache from from corner to corner, Rebbe Ami said, by the way, it's only with a, m- a mustache that is ma'akeves, that holds back the achila, Rebbe Ami Yitzchak said, I am an aninos taiti, okay, and therefore, um, and therefore, even, even if it doesn't, if it's not ma- ma'akeves, you're allowed to go ahead and cut the uh, cut, cut your mustache. Okay, we said that it's mashma, that it's in Avelos, Cholmoyd, we said that the place can seem to be saying that it's going to be completely mutter. Um, we had the, Avital uh, Safra, because of that, Vital Safra, Mishmei rabbi. we had a couple of members there in regards to Paro's uh, personality and attributes, okay, that he was, he was an Amma tall, he had an Amma long beard and his ama was an ama Bechetzi, and we said Amgushi, he was either a sorcerer or he was a gadufi a blasphemer. Okay, then we got back to Kibbutz Mamayid. We said We had a list of people in our Mishnah. Reichnen comes along and says, by the way, add another one, Misha Inle Chalak He's also allowed to do laundry on Chalamayid. And therefore, the way to learn the Mishnah, you have to say, is that even if you have multiple, you have multiple begadim, you're still allowed to because you were an in Inus before. Then he also came and said another din that we said, which is Klei Pishtan We said there's not as much Tircha to wash Klei Pishtan. Okay, and we said, what about I? What do you mean? We said only towels, right? Hand towels, which are frequently used, so therefore you can't say that sh- they should have been washed before the ma'id. Um, it wouldn't have necessarily helped. So we said that that's even sharminim, even if it's made out of things other, meaning more difficult things to wash, you're still allowed to wash those ma'id. And Barhadia said he saw that I saw people were bringing baskets of this stuff to wash. Must be you're allowed to. And and uh, by us okay, maybe we should have brought some chachamim. Okay, but what do we see from here? Again, we pass based on this that uh things that are universally allowed to be washed b'mayid, you're allowed to wash even before hesya. And there was Machlicka's place game, whether things that you have exceptions, like a b'minus hayyam or something that was an Inus, whether he has to wash before hesya, or uh, where he's allowed to wash b'mayid, he has to wash b'tzina. Then we talked about all the things, in case of b'mayid, so we's not, we started with Kedush Nash and we listed a whole bunch of other things, we said it's either um, it's, it's either a davar avad, or it's terech mayid, plus they come on the k'ayach ab- abdinim, but either way, someone might go ahead and still your wife. So we said, okay, first of all, let's bring a riot from our Mishnah. It says Nashim kays from Nashim. So we see you're allowed to get engaged. If you're allowed to write a, a star so we said, no, that's star Tanayim. Again, that has and there that, that could be Davar Ava, at least according to those, right? If you don't write down the Tanayim, they might not go ahead and keep them. Okay, what about the straight up Diek from our Mishnah said a noisun B'moyed, but it sounds like Arisin, the Deikas, Arisin, my Mutter. So the Gemara says, no, again, you can't make that Deikla. me mean, by Arisin, that's not a mitzvah. That is, of course, going to be User, we would think. But uh, Nisuin, which is a mitzvah, would be allowed. Kamashim on the Mishnah. Okay, but either way, we brought a Ma'arsin, Avaloi, Koinsin. We brought a that said clearly that you are able to do Erison. Okay, so that was settled. Now, and to which the Gemara then went into, what do you mean? What's the Shem'i'ekad menu acher? What do you mean? Everything is ordained. There's a basko that goes out, plenty to bas, plenty to bas, plainus. Okay, Um, so we said, what do you mean that someone might take her away? Ah, the answer is no, you're right. Somebody else won't marry her, whisk her away, marry her, but he could daven that either he himself will die or she'll die. And to prevent that, we're going to go ahead and say that once something's settled, Okay, once it's out there, it's public, that, that, that they like each other, go ahead and get married quickly so somebody doesn't daven, that they shouldn't uh, go ahead and die. And then, based on that, we had a bunch of members of Mishim Reuben Berets to Bili, and we said, <inaudible> that we saw that <inaudible> that it's preordained, and we said <inaudible> unless he at least, unless he did the Avera, right, if, if, if he's accused of it, it must be he did it, or he did part of it, or he was Mahara, or he saw others that did it and they were happy, okay, and um, and we asked a couple of kashas. What do you mean that the Shvatim accused Hakadosh Baruch Hu of doing something that, and we know that wasn't true? And he said, Ah, they only accused Hakadosh Baruch Hu to anger Hashem. They weren't really. It wasn't a true accusation. Okay, so too by Moshe, same idea. It was done out of hate by the Bnei Kairach. Okay, and I frakta Gemara. What do you mean? R' he said, It's a good thing to be suspected of something and not to be true. Okay, we see that was something that they ran after. It was sought after. Our papa said again, same idea. So we said, No, oh, it depends. Again, it depends if it's something that it's a persistent rumor. If it's a persistent, then it's a problem. But if it's, if, it, if it's just a rumor that comes and goes, so it doesn't necessarily mean there's any truth to it. Okay, we said it depends on how it comes and goes. If if, it's a, if we see that it was affected by, let's say the, the overarching one was if you had enemies. I don't care how long the rumor stays or if it comes back again. If you had enemies, we can attach it to that. Then it could be that it's not really there so that if it comes and goes, then it's not there. But if it seems to it seems to kind of, Reappear in the news cycle And you don't have enemies Then we say that there's actually Something to it Okay so we had all these caveats As far as when it is uh, A testament of the person's Personality Okay or not uh, That would be dependent on that